Hi, everybody. Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Alex Lewis. This week, I spoke to Aline and Dean of Live in Hope, a non-religious nonprofit organization that aims to create and spread a bit of hope and to help people live a better life here in Taiwan. If you'd like to learn more, check out their Facebook page online. And they also have an event coming up May 6 called Walk in Hope. Uh, it's going to be at Shangsan Sunday, May 6 at 4:30 a.m. Uh, for more information, check out that page as well. For now, we're going to listen to a conversation I had with them about their organization and their time here in Taiwan. Hi, Aline and Dean. Welcome to hey, it rhymes. Hi, welcome to Taiwan Talk. Uh, could you please just give a little spiel, uh, introduction about yourselves? Aline, maybe go first. Thanks. Thanks, Alex, for having us here. It's a pleasure. So my name is Eileen, and I'm from South Africa. Came to Taiwan about three and a half years ago because I wanted to experience a different culture and just find out what life is like. And yeah, I stayed because I like it here. I love it. And I started, or Dean and I started Live and Hope about two years ago, almost three years now. And that's definitely been a great inspiration and motivation for me in my life. Yeah, yeah. As Aline said, firstly, thanks, Alex, for having us on ICRT. Really appreciate it. Um, my name is Dean. I'm from Ireland, from Dublin, Ireland. And uh, yeah, I've been here about just over two years and uh, the reason I came to Taiwan was because my sister, she was studying Chinese here and she recommended this beautiful island. So, yeah, here I am challenging myself with new culture and new beginnings. Yeah. Okay. So you guys started the organization Live in Hope. Tell me about Live in Hope. What's, your, uh, what's the mission of the organization? How we started or how, what's our mission? Uh, tell me about how you started first and then sure, let's get into sure. the mission. So, yeah. So, um. It was kind of my idea at the start. Uh, there's a similar organization in Ireland doing um, pretty much the, the same thing, but on a bigger scale. So I wanted to bring that here to Taiwan. So that's where I had the idea. And uh, the first idea was like a walk, a sunrise walk. So that's initially where the idea came from. Yeah. And uh, with the help of some friends and some some uh, people along the way, we, we got that started. And that's kind of how it just all started about just two years ago now, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost three years. Almost yeah. three. Yeah, almost three. This is also a walk. Yeah. So, so the walk is kind of like the, the kind of flagship event of the organization. The annual flagship. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it's every May. So, um, yeah, that was how it really kind of all started and just been growing ever since. Okay. And what is the walk for? What's the mission of the organization? Uh, the walk specifically is to raise awareness for depression and suicide prevention yeah. because it symbolizes the struggle people go through with any kind of mental health issue or really just general life problems. Um, it's literally walking through the darkness into the light. So that's why it's really early, but it's inspiring and really motivating to uh, walk up and then see the sunrise, and it just gives you new motivation for life. So that's the inspiration behind the walk. And the response to our first walk was so big that we thought, wow, you know, there is a need for something like this. We want to expand. We want to grow. And so we started Live and Hope, and we've been doing different kinds of events every time because we try and get people out of their house. Why, Whatever reason you're staying inside, whether it's depression, anxiety, or just shyness or not knowing what to do, yeah. we want to get you out we want to get you socializing without any forced interaction or, hi, my name is, none of that. You can just come, have a good time and leave. If you want to continue doing it, we will 
you will have the resources after we've after one of our events to continue doing it. But if you don't want to, that's fine. Then you come to the next one because our events are different. We cater to different people, different needs, different interests. So we try and expose you to what Taiwan has to offer and what can help you to create a positive life. That's our mission. We want to motivate people to create their own positive life. Uh, so tell me about the events, the different types of events that you guys have. You guys have the walk, but uh, what other things do you, do you guys yeah, do? Yeah, we have, we have a bit of a mix. We started off with the walk and we found that, you know, we need to grow this more. Um, so we decided to offer more events, not just the walk. So we have a, a mix of sort of like a active and more sort of non-active kind of recreational events. So we do the walk. We also do a writing workshop. We do a, uh, a cycling mm-hmm. event. We also had some movie nights. Uh, our most recent event of the year has been the uh, board games. Yeah, we had a we had a collaboration with um, Top Todd. Shelf Games. Yeah, Top Todd Shelf, yeah, Top yeah. Shelf yeah. Games. I yeah. talked to Todd. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, cool. yeah nice guy. Yeah. So uh, we had that collaboration with him recently, and uh, so yeah, we have a mix of events. Um, is there any ones I'm forgetting? Or? So for this year, what we're planning is yoga, more writing, maybe a drum circle, some dancing. Yeah. Uh, cycling again we're hoping to get a singing concert going so we have a little bit of a mix of everything yeah it's a nice mixed bag excellent what's the most popular event that you guys had uh, so far the walk the walk definitely walk. Yeah. okay yeah. can you comment on the state of mental health here in taiwan uh, what made it necessary you know to establish an organization such as this yeah yeah like i said it was the idea that i had that came from ireland so it, it wasn't just in taiwan we feel like it's a, it's a worldwide issue um, and just because we're here in taiwan we feel like we should mm. kind of well i just feel like we should give something back to the community i know it sounds cliche but that that's the issue that we have it's a worldwide problem so we just want to help both foreigners and locals alike to come together uh, build the awareness and just let people know that it's it's not a big problem and try to break down that stigma and that kind of, you know, mentality around it. Yeah, yeah. the taboo around it. Yeah. And especially for expats, sometimes it's not even as far as depression. It's simply being lonely, having culture shock, missing home yeah. um, and, and not knowing where to buy the things that you usually buy or get the resources for your favorite hobbies or wanting to try something new. But after a while, you kind of get tired of the drinking, clubbing scene, and you don't really know what else to do. So this is a great opportunity to mix with locals, try something new. And if you don't like it, no harm, no foul. Yeah. Uh, so how does the uh, organization carry out its mission? You guys have the walk, but is there? do you take it a step further? Um, or are there like you know other avenues that you try to help uh, so people? So our main thing is the events because mm-hmm. we try and be hands-off. You know, we're never, like I said, we're never going to force you to interact. And we're, nev- we're not going to ask you to give a testimony or tell us about you. You don't even have to introduce yourself. You can just show up and enjoy yourself. But there are some who need a little bit more. Or who just want a little friendship or, or more than that. So there are various ways of contacting us, including anonymous. If need be, we will put you in touch with the right people, but we will never share information. Um, at the very least, we'll meet you for a cup of coffee and make sure you're okay. Um, because that's the problem with mental health professionals. They, I'm not saying that they don't try, but they're not going to go out and meet you for a cup of coffee. Of course not. They don't have the time and it costs them money. So we try and bridge that gap between 
whether you need a mental health professional or not, we will meet you for that cup of coffee or whatever and just recommend different ways that we've used or that we know other people have used in Taiwan or outside to help themselves create a positive life. And then if you needed professional help or just a little bit more, we can recommend you to great people in Taiwan. Okay. Do you find that people take you up on that offer um, very often? Or is it people usually come out just for the events, just to hang out, just to have a good time? It's it's a little bit of both, yeah. I mean, through the events, people will come up to us maybe before or after the event and maybe asking us, could we recommend somebody? Yeah. Um, and that's usually how we give them those resources. Um Occasionally, we will get sort of those uh, contact emails. Someone will contact yeah. us and ask us for some help or could we recommend somebody? And we're more than happy to help. And like Aline said, it's it's really about just kind of bridging that gap and taking away that initial fear of, mm. oh, I have to go and see somebody, but I don't know that guy. You know, it's it's really daunting. So if we just kind of say, well, hey, listen, we know so-and-so, go and contact them. You or know, we'll go with or you we'll even. we'll go with you, you know, kind of just to make them feel a little bit more comfortable with that sort of process, yeah. What I found as well is people from outside Taiwan have contacted us a few times yeah. because they're worried about people in Taiwan. And they simply don't know who to contact um, or who to reach out to. And there are many great community service centers and therapy centers in Taiwan, but they're not necessarily going to contact someone unless they have a reason to. Um, unless they're a big threat to themselves and you can prove it, it's very difficult for authorities to intervene. Um, so we try and bridge that gap as well because you're worried about your friend or your cousin or your brother or sister and we can just go out, reach out to them and say, look, how are you doing? What do you need? What can we help you with? Mm. Can you tell me a little bit about the resources that you uh, point people to? So we work closely with a couple. The Suicide Prevention Center has been a great source, yeah. um, and we use their template to determine if someone is really suicidal or maybe just a little depressed. Yeah. Um, and then if it's on the high-end scale, we immediately intervene, try and help. Um, they, they've been a great resource, and then... The community center in, in Tianmu. So they offer uh, counseling both for children and adults. Um, bilingual center. Um, mm -hmm. Adam and his team, they're doing a great job. They're kind of like our first port of call if somebody yes. contacts us and we feel like they are maybe suicidal or they need immediate help and, and attention. So, yeah, so we're working with Taiwanese Suicide Prevention Center, um, the community center in Tianmu. And Hackstrong down in yeah. Kaohsiung has been a great resource for us. Um, so their um, emphasis is more on, on raising money, especially for me severe medical cases, um, for expats and even locals in Taiwan. But we did a walk and hope with them in uh, Kaohsiung in October as well. And they've just been a great inspiration. And we um, contact each other. So if we hear about a case in Kaohsiung, we'll tell them. If they hear about one here, they'll tell us. Things like that. We share information, support each other. And there's also a new one, um, Warm Women. Yeah, Women Anonymous Reconnecting Mentally. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I've been contacting with Vanessa a lot, trying to get involved there. And uh, she's been helping us, you know, recommending places and things. So we work with them as well. That's more for women. So yeah. um, yeah, Dean won't know about yeah. that one. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, you're out. <laughs> You're too male for that one, but that, yeah. that's a great resource. Um, and then we collaborate with a lot of local businesses and expat businesses like KP Kitchen, yeah. Top Shelf Games, mm. um, the Friends Cafe, Central Park, down yeah. in Gongguan. Gong yeah, we've yeah. been really lucky to have great resources.
Yeah, you can really tell the community is welcoming of this. Definitely. Of, of your, I guess, uh, yeah. uh, of your effort. Yeah. Yeah, they've definitely been warming up to us. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Mm. You already had the impact on the community here. Uh, what metric do you use to measure, like, success, failure? What do you look at to see, like, you know, are we doing right or are we doing well? Yeah. So our biggest thing is the events. Because we're so hands-off, we can't determine success rate for therapy sessions or how many people contact us. Obviously, we wish no one had to contact us. We wish yeah. no one had uh, had suicidal thoughts or anything like that. So our biggest thing is, are we getting people involved? That's how we measure it. And so far, we've reached almost 250 people yeah. that way, just getting them out, um, connecting with other people, trying something new or doing something they love, meeting new people that way. Yeah. So we've really been trying to reach people that way. Some of our events are small or intimate or the venue limits the amount of people we can have, but the response is always really good. So that's great. Uh, so you have a big walk coming up, um, the one in May. Yes. Uh, can you tell me about how people could get involved in that or if they could participate in that? Yeah, so they're basically, we just tell people to come, yeah. get involved, come. It's that easy. But yeah. is it like a registration process or you just show up? Not at all. Not really, no. You just show up. Uh, we have made it a little bit easier this year because we have learned from the kind of development process from when we first started. Uh, we do have a, uh, it's a share riding form. Yeah. So people can uh, maybe carpool, share some rides, ways of getting there. I know it's it's a it's an obstacle, both the, the time and getting there for the, the sunrise walk. So yeah. people automatically say, oh, you know, the MRT is not working and how do I get there? So we're just trying to make that process a little bit easier by connecting people in the same areas to come to the event. Um, and then basically just, just come, just get involved, wake up early and show your support and yeah. mm. come and, and hike up uh, Shangsan on May 6th. So we meet at the U-Bike station um, and it's, like I said, it's really inspirational. We walk up the mountain. There won't be long speeches. You'll be done by 7 a.m. and you can have a full day, even take a nap before you start your regular Sunday. Um, so it's great fun usually, and it's a good way to meet people. And the share ride offer is very convenient for anyone who wants to just split a taxi or an Uber. We get that it's expensive to take a taxi from far off areas like Tianmu or Jingmei. But if you share one, it's not that expensive and it's really worth it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely a special event. Yeah, just get up and go. Get up, get up and up go. And go. Yeah. Get up and walk. That's our motto. Just get up, get up and, and walk. walk. That's it. Can you tell me about um, like how it's developed or grown over the years? Like you know, from the first walk and what you've learned, what you know, like the experiences that you guys had. We've been. We, I guess I know what Elaine is thinking right now. We've been learning as we go. <laughs> we've been um, learning a lot. We're learning a lot about ourselves, about running the yeah. organization. Uh, but the response that we got from the first walk kind of blew us away. I don't yeah. think either of us were expecting that many people to show up. Yeah, that was great. So we kind of just thought, hey, listen, we have to keep this going. We have to do another walk. And then we said, well, why do we just stop there? Why do we just have to do one walk a year? Why can't we organize more events? Yeah. And so the response has been slowly growing and developing, really. People have been very warm. It did start off a little bit shaky and people were very reluctant to kind of get involved. But once we shared a little bit more information and, and that they were more yeah. kind of open to get involved and come to more events, not just the walk. I think if I can elaborate on that, yeah. people were willing to come to the events. Um, it was just difficult getting venues and vendors 
to help us with the events because we always try and keep our events free or very low cost because yeah. we understand money is another anxiety. Um, so we try and remove every excuse there is to not come to our events. So in that regard, it has been a little bit difficult, uh, especially in the beginning. But as we're growing, it's becoming easier. And I think we've learned a lot from each other. Um, and our members, we have two core members who really help us every day, Jean and Soon. You guys are great. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Um, so from the four of us, you know, it's a local Taiwanese, a Malaysian guy, and then South African and, and Irish. You know, it's different cultures and languages coming together. And someone will ask a question and Dean will say, well, why would they ask that? And I'm like, well, it's social anxiety. Someone is nervous about how many people there are going to be. I get it. I understand that. I'm yeah. the same way. And then another time someone will be very excited and I won't understand it. And Dean will explain it to me. So we've been supporting each other as well. And through that, I feel like we are better able to support the community. Mm. So, yeah, you got to kind of play off each other's strengths. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And like Elaine said, we've got a, a good team of people, not just the two core members. We've got like a, a nice group of administrators and yeah. translators that we just go to and they're just amazing. So, yeah, we really appreciate their, their effort. Yeah, we don't – this isn't a only we do it. It's just that we – do the boring things we do the difficult things we do the administration but whoever wants to get involved or help out they're more than welcome to and if they just want to come to the event have a good time and leave that's great as well okay so tell me about the like the hard work the administrative stuff like how much work does it take or how much work is put in to get a walk you know yeah <laughs> that's a good question get a walk operational yeah yeah so the walk is I mean, because it's free yeah. and and we don't need to rent a venue or anything, that's, that part is easier. But getting people to come is difficult, um, spreading the word, yeah. you know, and it's expensive because we have to pay for ads on Facebook and things like that. So that gets expensive. But we've been lucky. A, a video animator came to us recently and he made a great video for this walk that's really helped spread the word. Yeah. So, like I say, we we really appreciate the community helping us, and it shows us that they're willing to. Um, as for the other events, that usually requires a little bit more administration. We need someone to facilitate whatever event we're hosting. And reasonably so, they want some kind of payment in return or something in return for their effort. Like Top Shelf Games and KP Kitchen, they've been great in sponsoring us. Um, so that's amazing. But sometimes it's not that easy. And then venues is really hard to it's get. It's a tricky one, yeah, definitely. Again, understandably so. It's a business. They need to make a profit. They need to make a living. Um, but we don't have the financial resources to pay for renting venues. So that's why sometimes our events do ask a small cover fee because we just have to pay for the facilities. You guys don't get paid for this right not this at all just yeah no, this is all. purely for them and we don't ask topic. for <laughs> yeah, donations exactly. so whatever you yeah. give us for events goes straight into the venue just and all some paid ads yeah yeah this is all out of our pockets yeah that's excellent guys um so what's the future goals of the organization yeah we've got a yeah. few we definitely have a few i guess the one of the long-term ones is to get this registered um it's a medium term. term medium yeah medium to long term would be to get this registered um i think Personally, myself, I'd love to see Live and Hope as just a household name in Taiwan yeah. for foreigners, for locals. If somebody has an issue, has a problem, I'll go and see the guys at Live and Hope. They'll they'll sort you out. You yeah. know, like 
and you know, people coming to Taiwan, regardless of yeah. where they're coming from, yeah, you've got to get in touch with Live and Hope. You know, they'll they'll get you sorted. They'll get you settled. Yeah. They'll introduce you to people. They're a great network. Yeah, so we really want. I've, definitely, we really want that as a as a future goal for us to be that household name. Yeah. People just come, contact us, and get involved with our events. Also, yeah. on a more individual level, we've this year we've really been focusing on ourselves and doing extra courses and uh, training to help us be better at this. So I'm doing a live coaching course, and um, I recently did one in Chinese medicine to understand the local culture better. And I'm doing some meditation courses uh, just to kind of further train myself because, like we always say, we're we're not we're not saying that we're trained professionals and no. we don't give out any advice because that's not our forte. But at the same time, we do also want to educate and develop ourselves on these issues to be able to further help people and point them in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. And in line with what I, we said earlier, playing to each other's strengths. I have my ways of creating my positive life and Dean has his ways and I don't force my ways on him and vice versa. So it's the same with whoever comes to our events. We introduce you to a new way, but if you don't enjoy it, that's fine. Come to the next event or tell us what you want to try and we'll try and host that event for you so that you can try it. But to that end, we're trying to be better at what we enjoy doing so that we can give you better recommendations and tell you why this works for us and um, just be better at supporting you. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, best of luck to everything. Oh, how about some short-term goals? Short-term goals is... Um, good walk, I guess. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> just to wake up. That's yeah. kind of like the, the biggest short term. Wake up and walk, please. Wake, wake up on the morning of Sunday, the 6th of May. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, for for myself personally, also, like I said, uh, improve, educate myself more, develop myself, and uh, also to make contact with some more organizations yeah. here in Taiwan so that we can, you know, know more ple- people and places to send people in a way yeah. and definitely just kind of broaden our network and open more doors. Uh, broaden our network, and I want to try new things myself because it's fun, yeah. but also so that we can expose other people to it. So it's been great so far this year. We've had a lot of people who are eager to work with us, and I really hope we can keep that momentum going and uh, try new things next year. We don't always want to do the same thing over and over again. Okay, excellent. Well, best of luck on your goals, and best of luck on May 6th. And um, yeah. yeah, it was a pleasure having you guys on the show. Yeah, Thank you so much. Us. Cheers, Alex. The Walk and Hope event will be held at Shangsan on Sunday, May 6 at 4.30 a.m. For more information, check out the events page on Facebook. You can also look into the Live and Hope page for the events they host throughout the year. And if you know someone who may need a little bit of hope, don't hesitate to contact Live and Hope or any other organization that can help. You can make a difference. And thanks to Aline and Dean for taking time out of their day to talk to me, and thank you for listening. That's it for this week. I'm Alex Lewis.